Hello and welcome to another episode of the Flatback 3. Thank you very much for joining me, beautiful people of the internet. And I am here today, having seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3, to give you a very quick spoiler-free review. Now, I have to say, I am surprised to see the recent Rotten Tomatoes score um, of course, we are looking since 2014, we've enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy, the introduction of this team into the MCU through both the original movie, keeping them contained in their own different storyline out in space, guarding the galaxy, of course, to getting involved in Avengers Infinity War and subsequently Endgame to now being back relatively separate from everything else that is going on in the MCU, which I have to say helps this movie greatly. This movie is what I think a personally fantastic film that takes place in its own set area of the MCU. And really, compared to the stuff that we've seen in the last couple of years with regards to things like Quantumania, Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder, this is an absolute triumph. Of course, Guardians of the Galaxy, like I say, it came out in 2014. Really well reviewed, 92% from both critics and fans. Guardians 2 receiving 85 and 87, so slightly lower and not really fantastic. But I saw some articles that were criticising Guardians 3, and this currently sits at 80% from the critics, which would make it the lowest reviewed Guardians movie of the series so far. Although the audience score currently at a thousand plus, obviously that is way short of the hundred thousand plus that voted on Guardians 2 and the 250,000 plus that voted on Guardians 1. It does currently sit at 96%. And I have to say that this movie is very much one that serves the fans well. This is a fantastic way to wrap up the Guardians trilogy. And as we discussed on our most recent video, me and George previewing this movie, we said that this is arguably the best trilogy within the MCU. Of course, we have had a few to this point, Captain America, Thor and Iron Man, as well as Spider-Man. But this might just be the best in terms of consistency, character writing, and quality. There are lots of things that we want to discuss here today, and there are lots of points that I'm going to raise. Again, none of which will give any spoilers for the story of the movie or the outcome. It's worth pointing out, first and foremost, that Chakudi Iwuji, I think that is pronounced right, who plays the high evolutionary, the villain, of course, of the piece, is absolutely sensational. He plays a fantastic role with um, the high evolutionary himself being really sinister, really quite frightening at times, but also putting across a really emotion-filled and really embracing, I guess is the word, or enthralling performance where he really pulls you into his story, his point of view, and I think does a fantastic job at putting across really the emotion behind this story and it's a fantastic view into Rocket's backstory but also it really opens the door to the emotions and the um, values that the Guardians of the Galaxy feel towards one another. This is very much a family film in that it's not necessarily for family, there is some swearing, there's the MCU's first F-bomb in this movie, there are loads of other things that happen in this movie in terms of violence and stuff that might not be right for a family film in terms of young children. But in terms of a film that really looks at the value and importance of family togetherness and caring for one another, this film puts that across absolutely superbly. And it has to be said, 
uh, sorry, it has to be said even, that this movie also does a great job at introducing, I think, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, of course, is an absolutely fantastic character who in the comics is one of the most powerful people in the galaxy. He's introduced into this film played by Will Poulter, and I have to say he does a really good job at portraying him. There is a way that they introduce him, and again, I won't go into any spoilers, that they don't make him necessarily the most clever or capable character throughout the movie but what they do is they explain this away really effectively and I'm happy to accept that at this point in the hope that they improve it going forward and they continue to have him involved going forward and they certainly hint towards that towards the end of the movie but as I say I'm not going to tell you in which way that that is likely to happen. Another thing that's really important to highlight in this movie, of course, as I said, it really focuses on the value of family and caring about one another. It really utilizes its whole cast. And I have to say, it doesn't really shrink anyone's characters. I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but every character has real involvement in this story to a point that they are pivotal to the way that this story plays out in some way, whether it be someone like Kraglin, whether it be Groot, whether it be Rocket, whether it be Nebula, Gamora, or the Ravagers, etc. There are so many characters in this movie, and I feel like everyone gets their time to shine. And that really is one of the main things that is a massive credit to James Gunn. Of course, this is his final movie in the MCU before he goes over to take over the DCU. And you have to say one of the best things that we could see in this movie that we haven't seen much in MCU movies recently is that they didn't try to push any sorts of political messages at any time. It told the story, utilised the characters effectively, and it didn't negatively change any of the characters in terms of rewriting them or making them something that they haven't been in previous movies, like we saw in the dumbing down of Thor and Doctor Strange in their most recent instalments. They stayed true to the story that they were telling and the development of the characters um, that they had implemented from movie one all the way until now. Of course, one of the other key things about this movie was that the CGI as always with Marvel, is to a very decent standard. Obviously, it was brought into question in Ant-Man and the Wasp, and here it was no different. It was a really, really good quality movie in terms of its CGI, but I have to say that I do think that James Gunn potentially relied a little bit too much on the spinning camera effect at times. It genuinely made me feel a little bit sick at one point because it was used so consistently throughout. But compared to recent MCU installments, I thought the CGI here looked pretty good in most places. It's key to point out as well that in this movie, I did talk to George, of course, we were concerned about how much it was going to link to the previous events in the MCU for those that maybe haven't seen the recent MCU movies or haven't paid as close attention or haven't seen the TV series. And it's really good that this movie doesn't rely on you having seen everything that has happened in order to follow this story. Of course, if you've seen Endgame, that makes more sense if you've come from Guardians 2 to this one, because you will be able to understand why Gamora isn't part of the Guardians and why Gamora doesn't recognize Peter Quill throughout the start of this movie. But as I say, this doesn't affect the movie in any which way. I would say that anyone could go and enjoy this movie. And one of the main things that really has to be highlighted and applauded is that this movie carries huge amounts of emotion. This movie elicited every emotion from me. The story it told of Rocket was extremely emotional through certain points. There were other emotional aspects of this movie that were really 
given the opportunity to breathe, which isn't done in a lot of Marvel movies. And I have to say, throughout the first half of this movie, the tone is all over the place in the way that Marvel movies always are, that they try and tell a serious story, but the Marvel comedy has to be forced in as and when they need it to. And there are certain points where characters bounce off each other really effectively. And there are other points when jokes are made where they just are not required or necessary. And I think that that's something we'll discuss in extra time on Sunday or in our spoiler review early next week. But in terms of eliciting emotion, there are lots of emotional moments. And without going into any spoilers, obviously we see Rocket's past and how that leads into what happens in this movie and his present. There are things between Peter and the rest of the Guardians that will also elicit real emotional reactions. It was only the second MCU movie that has made me feel this way, the other one being Endgame. So that can give you some sort of uh, indication as to how emotionally driven this movie is. And of course, the Marvel comedy, as I say, it is forced in in certain areas. But this movie, unlike others, is so self-aware that when it gets to the last third and the finale, it just drops those typical MCU quips and everything completely out of the movie and it focuses on the story that it's telling. So overall I have to say that this movie is one that really really surprised and pleased me for once the MCU actually delivered on the promise of a movie but can they do it again? It's a problem that we've seen with the Guardian uh, sorry with the MCU for some time now and the Guardians look like they may have resolved this issue but we are yet to be proven differently as to whether they can continue on a positive trajectory. Let's not forget that Marvel are the ones who have got themselves into a hole where fans are no longer enjoying their movies to the degree that they once were. And the quality of product that they are putting out is nowhere near what Guardians 3 was. Whether that's because it was the end of a trilogy, whether it was because it was a good movie maker in James Gunn, whether it was just the aesthetic and pulling everything away from the Kang the Conqueror storyline and the Central MCU storyline, it may have all come together to help this movie overall. But I would absolutely recommend if you are a Marvel fan or if you're a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy, I would recommend you absolutely go and watch this movie. I would rate this at a solid 8 out of 10 as my overall rating from start to finish if you could just take the final half or the final third of this movie it would be close to the perfect movie for me for this story and this environment one final thing to say as i remind myself that we do have other shows where we will be talking about this in more depth and talking about spoilers specifically is that i was thinking during this movie damn it every time i think i'm out marvel pull me back in but the time I've been given to think about that, I realise actually Marvel haven't pulled me back in. The Guardians have pulled me back into in like some form of enthusiasm for something. But what Marvel have done leading up to this is push me away. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do next. The next movie in the storyline, of course, in the overall MCU storyline is The Marvels, which I have absolutely no enthusiasm for whatsoever. Um, and coming after that, there is just this inconsistent slate of stuff that's coming out on Disney Plus and in the cinemas. So I will be very keen to see how they deliver following this but let me know your thoughts don't forget to like share and subscribe leave us a comment to let us know what your thoughts were thank you very much for listening and we will see you soon